when we receive responses to our email campaigns yeah. or our cadences in the sales side, and we let them drop, we're giving up huge opportunities to engage. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Friday, so this is our hashtag one hero episode. In these episodes, we highlight and celebrate a blog post and contributor from our community and discuss topics surrounding sales, marketing, and customer success. Here we go. Welcome to the Flip My Phone Podcast. That's the way to say it. All right. Sangram here. I'm excited. Uh, so a really good friend of mine, and we're going to talk about him in a second. Uh, but uh, I think we met about, what, two two years ago. Two years. Two years ago. Yeah. You just pinged me and said, hey, I'm coming to Atlanta. I want to... I want to learn more about the startup world and I want to learn about what you're doing and I got something else cooking over here. Let's just chat. And I was like, yeah, come on over. And you just showed up. Yeah, and, I just showed up. <laughs> yeah, and, and we had a great conversation. And since then, I've seen you and your company grow, which has been an amazing thing to watch. And uh, I mean, you are super active in the Flip My Funnel community. Uh, you're part of the, the Flip My Funnel Boston group that just had a really interesting topic. So when you said you're going to be in Atlanta this week, I'm like, man, just come on over. Uh, let's just do a podcast. I appreciate the invite. It's great. Awesome. So the voice that you're hearing is Matt Benetti. Uh, he's the CEO and co-founder of LeadNome. Uh, prior to this, he has been at LogMeIn. He ran marketing there. He was also with Netiza. Um, that got ac- acquired by what? What is the size of the acquisition? Two billion, just shy of two billion dollars by IBM. Wow! Nice exit for sure. N- nice exit. So he was a senior director of product marketing for for IBM at that point, and even prior to that, he is. You have been in marketing, business development world for a good, good, good period of time. Yeah, let's not talk about it. <laughs> I think I've been caught on that second time. Like, why do you say that? Uh, but it, I think it just shows. The, the depth that you have, the understanding that you have about the space yeah, overall. Right, right. And so, so again, Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I really love it. And this is the first time I get to see your new offices. Yeah. So that's a plus as well. That's awesome, Matt. So Matt, I know you you just recently had a, a, a incredibly, sounds like a really incredible, amazing uh, flip my funnel circle meeting. And if people are interested to do circles, just hit us up like Caitlin or me, or just let us know mm-hmm. if you want to do, there are a lot of circles happening. So it's an independent circle. You can run your own circle in your own town, in your own city and have the topics that people want. So to- I-, I thought that was a really interesting topic. So we're okay. going to talk yeah. about reply marketing. Is that, is that a category now? Is that a It is thing? now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, you go to G to crowd and you look, yeah. uh, it's there. Um, there's a lot of buzz around this because it's sort of, I, I like to think of it as the last mile of automation, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about marketing automation all the time and, and we'll get into it. But when we receive responses to our email campaigns yeah. or our cadences in the sales side and we let them drop, we're giving up huge opportunities to engage. Yeah. And um, it has special meaning when we talk about ABM, yeah. uh, which is near and dear to my heart, as you mentioned. Uh, and so I talk about that as well as how it aligns sales and marketing uh, just so much so much better and so much yeah. more powerfully. Sounds good, man. So let's just dive into it. So you were, before we hit record, you were talking about email marketing. And you're talking about, well, email marketing is not dead. And people talk about email marketing is gone. Like, you right. know, people don't have open rate, click-through rate. But, you know, unless you are... 20 and you don't have an email address, then you might think email marketing doesn't exist or doesn't matter. 
But if you are into a corporate world, you're right. probably using emails for all kinds of purposes. Absolutely. So B2C, I get, right? Yeah. I understand where people are talking about some of the millennials don't even have email addresses. Yeah. I'm not exactly convinced of that. But <laughs> uh, because, and, and, and that space is growing like crazy as well on the email side. But in B2B, which is where I specialize, uh, email is continuing to grow and flourish. Yeah. And, and the reason, well, let's just take a baseline, yeah. right? We talk about campaigns and ABM. And ABM plays, right? right? And that's and those plays line up multiple people, right? We get our our different folks on on our, the vendor side and our our prospect or engagement side. Uh, we line them up, so maybe we have the CMO talk to the CMO at one point right. in the, in this campaign. Uh, we we have calling happening. We have direct mail. We have email. Mm -hmm. And the reality is that even in ABM, where we're being very selective. Uh, as opposed to sort of more of the old-fashioned, you know, pray and spray and pray kind of thing. Right. Um, email is a significant part. It, I would say, ninety-nine point nine percent, because there's always that <laughs> chance. But a very high percentage of the time, yeah. it's part. In fact, multiple touch points in a campaign. Absolutely. I remember th this is this is what I remember more than anything. Uh, recently, maybe two years ago, maybe a year ago. Uh, you remember when Marketo went down? Yeah. And <laughs> every marketer in B2B was like, what happened? What happened? Yeah, like their jobs are not. And I would bet like, you know, typical marketer uses maybe 20 or 30 different tools in their marketing stack right mm -hmm. now. Uh, on an average, that's that's been out there. So, but I feel like 80% of their tools, if they don't work, they'll be fine with that you right. know, for a day or two. Yeah. Marketo went down uh, as a marketing, auto, or any marketing automation vendor goes down. Yeah. Uh, for a reason, marketers doesn't know what to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's a quintessential part of every campaign. Yeah. And typically it's more than one part of the campaign. Yeah. And so, you know, we owe it to ourselves to leverage every bit of uh, engagement and data within a campaign. And part of it is reply emails. Yeah. Even auto responses, which make up the bulk of the replies for a marketer. Like we can talk about what sales looks at, yeah. what marketing looks at. I mean, let's at. just dive into it because I, yeah. I think I want to learn about this, okay. right? Because I feel like, one, explain to us what reply, what it means. And when you say you have a, this is a category, like are there other players in this category that are emerging or is this existing yep. players? Right. So, so as much as you can share some of that. And then I, what I would really love for you to share is that a, a case study, an example of how sure. somebody is actually doing it and using it so people can wrap their brains around this. Yeah, absolutely. I'll bring up quite a few of those. That's that's no problem. So I do want to touch base on the circle we just had, right? Yeah, because we're in Boston. Yeah. Um, the Boston uh, Flip My Funnel circle is is great. It's headed up by a woman, dynamic lady, uh, Samantha. Um, and she brings us together. Yeah. I think it's every other month. And we have great topics. It's fed, you know, it's fed by the community. Yeah. And uh, this past week, we were at the Tech Target office. Uh, they were nice enough to, to provide a space. We have a couple of, of uh, Tech Target folks in the crowd all the time. And uh, it's just wonderful to engage with the organization. And they, a, a couple of folks had heard about reply yeah. mining, right? Reply email mining and wanted to learn more about it from a sales enablement type of perspective. Yeah. And so we covered uh, the gamut and how sales and marketing came together. I have a slide deck for this kind of stuff because I, I I give this talk a lot around yeah. the country, uh, but we really just engaged. And how many people showed up for this one? There was about 25, 26 people. Wow, that's, it, I mean that's a good size. And they were all engaged. Yeah, you know, 
that's what makes, I think, the circle special, yeah. right? Because we're all embarking on a learning process around ABM. Yep. Uh, you know, for folks, as you mentioned, old folks like me, <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm in the same category, man. <laughs> I know, I know. But, you know, we, we've been around sales teams long enough to know that they've always gone after accounts. And it's, right. and it's marketing that sort of has to get involved in that mind you know, yeah. shift. You know, uh, that that brings me, uh, the, I'll share this real please. quick and we'll back into it, is I was in Dallas last week. Oh, no, this week. Feels like last week. <laughs> this week. <laughs> it's crazy. This week. And I was talking to um, to a few folks and it, it, I just started to share with them like, hey, what is the, the title of anybody that you hire on the sales team? Right. And they're like, uh, account executive. Because they, we were debating, they were debating is sales, is ABM a fad or not? And I'm like, well, let, let, let's just let's take that myth away. That. Yeah? Right, yeah. Like, who do you hire on the sales team? And they're like, account executive. And I just looked at them for right. a second and they're like, Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Light bulb. Yeah. So yeah. like from a sales perspective, to your point, accounts is what sales are focused on. Yeah. So it's time for marketers to figure out a way to help them with the accounts. Now that doesn't mean you're talking to walls and buildings. You talk to the people in those accounts. And that's what you're trying ABM is all about. Exactly. So so I wanted to just kind of share that because I think people are still thinking, hey, is ABM what I should think about? Is it important? No, no, no. That's how your sales process works. It, it, it is. Whether you think about it or not, that's the way the world has worked yeah. and continues to work. Right. Great example. So uh, we mentioned NetEza yeah. and, you know, the acquisition, all that. I actually came into NetEza through a small organization that was acquired. Okay. And that team was tiny. We had five or six salespeople. The marketing team was me and two others kind yeah. of thing. And, and uh, to go into a large organization with an established large sales team yeah. is challenging. You have numbers to make, yep. right? You have numbers to make. And, uh, and so part of my role there was trying to figure out with the little budget that I had coming yeah. into this big, how do I really push on revenue? How do I grow that pipe? And uh, it was one of the best experiences I've ever had. My my peer, my VP of sales and I were in lockstep. Yeah. We talked about strategy all the time. And one of the things was, how do, how do I, as a marketer, stop this broad brush? Let's do a, you know, MQL, throw yeah. them over the wall. And when was sales. this? This was in uh, 2009. All right. Uh, 2009, 2010. And we got acquired in uh, 11. And so during that transition, it was it was just one of these parts of of alignment. But then, how does marketing truly support the salesperson, especially a small team where they don't have the time for this? I'll, I'll call it noise right. of an MQL that sort of happened in opportunistically. Right. Well, replies is what hit me. I mean, I was just struck by the amount of information coming yeah. at us. And rather than waiting for inbound pieces, and, and inbound has its place, don't get me wrong, but rather for than waiting and nurturing that, which maybe two quarters down the road, yeah. the salespeople might turn to that account. If we're doing our jobs and aligning our campaigns appropriately, engaging yeah. in multiple ways, but back then email was a, a, a bigger component of an overall campaign. Absolutely. You know, um, but we were engaging in email. When you get something back, what are you getting back? Yeah. It's information about that account, yeah. right? You're pretty much guaranteed that the the information or the net new people or whatever else you're getting, we'll talk yeah. about some of those cool use cases, yeah. is from that account. And more importantly, typically in the opportunity. Yeah. And so when I was serving up information to my sales team, they were just knocking it out of the park. Yeah. They were surrounding deals much more quickly. 
and driving to close much more quickly. So you were doing this to help your sales team get more deeper into these accounts, yep. give them more contacts, more email addresses of all the other people. But a lot of times the reply emails is like, hey, I'm out. So talk to Peter, talk to, you know, Caitlin, talk to, like, yep. you know, you would say some of those things. So, you know, you get more people in that account that you can now reach right. out to, which they're clear email addresses and information about them. Yep. Almost makes makes me think that man, all emails that you should send, and this might be the a really bad joke, uh, but it's like send them on Christmas and New Year time frame because at that time. So let's get to that, <laughs> all right. right? So there's strategy. There are there are good strategies and bad bad strategies <laughs> yeah, to do. I think that. this is a really bad. Strategy. No, no, no. It's actually not a bad strategy, but it's you have to do it in a um, in a way that has high integrity. Right. Right. So the True. way we talk to our our customers. Um, because we do have customers then yeah. they always say this and I've yeah. written on this I've blogged yeah. on this but the the important thing is uh, is to do it in a way that's of high integrity because yeah. you don't want to simply now for, sort of fall into a weird space yeah now you're focused on the wrong thing All right and so what we do you remember again way back when when we started in marketing we always sent newsletters yeah well newsletters I mean great but nobody really actioned on them Right. Yeah. There was all this theory about, well, now you know whether that email, email address is still there. If it bounces, yeah. you can clean up and all that bullshit. But, but that's yeah. bullshit. Let's leverage it. Yeah. So if you're sending a monthly newsletter, which I encourage everybody to do, and yeah. I encourage you to send one to prospects and one to customers, because okay. there's different information that you want to provide to those different groups. So if you have the bandwidth, I recommend doing one to both okay. uh, groups. D different content, different, different content. Maybe okay. there's some overlap, but there's different content that you yeah. want to give to a prospect than you want to give to a customer, right? It's yeah. so more in depth. They're right. closer to you that you can share some things that you might not share with a prospect yeah. and so on. And the messaging is different. Right. But anyway, when, if you're doing this on a cadence and I recommend once a month, maybe once a quarter, depending on where you are and your mm -hmm. maturity, uh, then if you happen to have it, at a certain time frame and you shift it a little bit, yeah. it's still a monthly newsletter. Yeah. So you hit the Thanksgiving time. It's still at the end of the month. Gotcha. Who cares? So it's on ongoing. So got it. So it's part exactly. of your program. It's just part You're not of your program. To do it. Gotcha. Right. Okay. And 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 people respect that. They get it. And some actually read it on vacation, so it's not not a problem. Yeah. Um, but Unfortunately. You're right. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, we some of yeah. us do that. But you know, you will have a higher response rate. So That's the typical response rate is two to three percent. Which yeah. seems trivial. Yeah. Until I tell you the following that if you're sending two campaigns a month, mm -hmm. right? Very typical. Most people send more, but two campaigns a month um, to your database, then you're going to get uh, at least a 20% net new what? addition to your database on an annual basis. This, like, obviously up to date, latest and greatest net new. Now we'll update, right? If you're doing this, you'll update 70, 75% of your database. Yeah. With enriching data. So you remember the example you gave of an out of, an out of office? Yeah. Let's just take one. Okay. Uh, hey, it's Matt. I'm out of the office till Monday. Yeah. Contact, you know, Sangram while I'm gone or yeah. whatever. Um, if it's urgent, here's my or my cell phone number. Yeah. We're not just giving salespeople yeah. and our database email addresses. Right. We're allowing them to have multi-touch capabilities. Right. There's a cell phone number. Yeah. That's gold to your sales team. Yeah. Right. I can reach out in multiple ways now. Right. Right. You're probably not going to cold call on a cell right. phone necessarily, but you're right. going to use it the right way. Yep. But we have it now. Yeah. Right? You have more information about that account, more, more people in that account. Exactly. And, and let's look at the, what, what, the, a simple piece of information. Yeah. I'm out until Monday. Your conversion, your, excuse me, your connect rates increase. Why? 
give Matt a chance to clean up. Maybe he went on a vacation or yeah. maybe he's been out for a week at a conference. You know Monday is going to be hell for him. Yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday, reach out. Yeah, that's great. That is Now you're talking about right. like very strategic. And you're thinking about you. Right. And we call it future customers, not prospects. Exactly. So for future your future customers. customers, you really care about them enough to know what's going on in their lives and not Why be... Why interrupt them when yeah. they're, they're... You know they're in trouble yeah. on that Monday. There's no way. That's fascinating because you're talking about a much higher connect ratio. You're talking yes. about a much more engaged conversation. Right. You're talking about enhancing the list of people that you would have. You're also talking about updating the latest, greatest information about them. Right. And, and now I'm thinking about like, let's say they say... Hey, I'm going to be in Hawaii or, or something like that. If they give you something like Can that. Can you imagine a direct mail piece to yeah. that person? <laughs> like, right? Yeah, I mean, that is super smart. So, all right, let's just I talk. I mean, even just, even just um, tailoring your next outreach and email. Yeah. You know, I was on Maui uh, not too long ago, too. Did you try this restaurant? It starts a conversation. You're building rapport. You're not just some marketer or salesperson trying yeah. to make a buck. You're actually engaging. And that's what we're all looking for. Yeah. Right? That's so reply mail can provide that to you. That's awesome, man. All right. So to wrap this up, I don't yeah. try to keep it super short. And yep. this is good. One of our big shout out to you, Samantha, and all the Boston uh, Bostonians. Is Bostonians. That yeah, Bostonians uh, for doing the Flip My Phone Circle. Love that. There are new topics like this are coming up. And one of the things we were trying, we were talking about right before, is to bring in topics and conversations from these circles on the Friday podcast. So right. It, right. really, really excited to do that. Uh, I think... This is this is new information for me. So mm-hmm. I feel like I learned a lot today on learning right. about what this what this whole idea of reply marketing really means. Uh, and and the numbers that you shared that you know if you're looking at a two percent or you know that kind of open rate or connect rate or something like that, you're saying that you can get upwards of twenty percent. Yes. And and I think that's staggering. I think if somebody is listening to this and thinking about it, they should really look into lead no. Yeah. Um, yep. Thank you. Uh, clearly a company that's doing really well in in Boston. And and I think I think you I don't know if you're open to share some of maybe maybe as we wrap this thing up, like a case study or an example. Yeah, yeah example of a customer, uh, you know, like just go in as much detail and, and nuances that it might be. Mm-hmm. And if there are any results that you can share to kind of wrap this thing up. Yeah. So let's start with maybe some lead quality, right? Yeah. We're all concerned about lead quality. So uh, host analytics, customer of ours. Uh, Nick Etzo, shout out to him. He's actually moved on. He's at Sage and brought us with him yeah. uh, to Sage. Well, that's, isn't that beautiful thing? <laughs> this is exactly what ABM does, yeah. right? You get your evangelist. You get yeah. you get that um, that that grassroots building. Yeah. Anyway, so while Nick was there, uh, he switched to ABM. Yeah. He was doing very thoughtful campaigns, and uh, one of the thing, one of the reasons he loves this. First of all, he'd been looking for an automated solution for a yeah. decade. Yeah. Right? He was very much like me. Yeah. And so when we met, it was... You guys are like best friends. Oh, we're now. best friends, right? We talk all the time. And and so anyway, Nick um, uh, was nice enough to share some of his data. We have a case study. You can go find it on the website. But the improvement in quality, and it wasn't even measured. He measured it using uh, other technology. I think he yeah. was using Infer. Yeah. Infor, um, yeah. One of those two. I, I apologize uh, to both those companies. I can't remember <laughs> which one. But they that automated piece, yeah. that scoring system was scoring lead gnome generated leads. Yeah. 80% higher quality than the rest. Wow. Why? Because those leads are in the account and they are in and around the opportunity you're already trying to close. Yeah, I think that is that is their the sales part ready to leads, yeah. right? I mean it's a huge Yeah, I huge think people people miss out on the fact that people think 
lead generation as an isolated experience, an isolated activity. It's not. It is not. It right. is actually in lockstep with, with your sales team. And if you can give them the leads in that account, you're going to be their best friend. Exactly. So. And that's what tends to happen. So I talk a lot. I'm very passionate about alignment of sales and marketing. You're passionate? Oh, <laughs> you know me too well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it's one of these things where I hate when people are at conflict because first of all, it's not fun showing up to work. Yeah. But second of all, you can't really thrive. Yep. And when you align those two organizations, they're both at the tip of yep. the spear, right? Trying to drive growth. Yep. And um, when you can bring in data that helps that, yep. as opposed to something that's more random, yep. everybody wins. Totally. Man. Everybody wins. I love that. Yep. That is such an amazing case study to kind of wrap this thing up. Yep. Uh, so Matt, first of all, thanks for being in Atlanta. Thanks for running and helping run uh, the Flip My Fold Circle. And dude, that's a wealth of information. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Awesome. All right. Thanks. Flip My Funnel is on a mission to build the largest and most engaged community of B2B professionals in the world. Join the movement at flipmyfunnel.com. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.